Welcome to Subject to Change with Stephen Lentz. I interview business owners and execs and take a look at who they are, what they do, and where they come from. There's no script. We talk about our businesses, passions, and anything else we want to. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz, and today I'm talking with Victor Manzo, the founder of Empowered Living. How are you doing, Victor? I'm doing absolutely amazing today. Uh, very excited to be here. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm just ready to rock. <laughs> no, it's, I'm excited to have you. And technically, you're you're also a doctor, right? Yeah, I'm a certified pediatric chiropractor. Wow. So, how, I mean, totally not relevant probably to anything else, but how long do you have to go to school for that? So chiropractic, you got to be, a, you got to get a bachelor's now, a bachelor degree nowadays. And then uh, chiropractic school, depending where you go, it's like three years, uh, three years and uh, what is that? Uh, two thirds of a year to up to four years. So wow. eight years in total on average. Okay. That's, that's the college post-college eight years of. Totally. Yeah. Just. Total, just the college of that. And then like, I got a certification in pediatrics, which is additional 200 hours, which takes you about now. 18 months or so, 17 months to accomplish. Um, you have to take all the modules and then you got to take the, a very extensive essay exam, which I was very shocked. I was like, I got to write essays. I was like, come on now. I was like, what happened to multiple choice? And, uh, but yeah, uh, very extensive. It took me, uh, it, it's a 90 day process to, you know, they give you 90 days to complete it, uh, because it's that extensive, but, um, but yeah. That's super cool. Are you still practicing that? Or is that something that's you've left behind? I left behind for now. I was, I was practicing until December, 2021. Uh, my, my, my wife and I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm originally from Chicago. And nice. um, with that move, I was doing coaching for about three years already. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was it, my, I wanted to, uh, my reach was limited. I had a very successful practice, but it was just one of those things where I was just I, as successful as I was, I looked and I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even making a dent in my community, let alone the nation and let alone the world. And I was like, how do I expand? I said, I could either open up more offices and I was like, I could do that. But then eventually um, the mindset aspect is something that is incorporated in chiropractic a lot. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I already know some things here. I've done so much in my own life. And I'm like, I want to really level up entrepreneurs and individuals to really just really understand the truth of who they really are and how you can live and create the life that you want. And, uh, and you can do it on your terms. And so that's been my movement since, cause I've done that for myself and I've coached mm -hmm. over hundred entrepreneurs doing the same thing. That's super cool. Now, when you say mindset's already kind of in the chiropractic realm, what do you mean by that? Is there like part of the, like the classes that you take, or is it just it's in our philosophy. So chiropractic is made up of philosophy, art, and a science. And so when we look at the essence of what we do as chiropractors, you go to a chiropractor, you're going to get something called an adjustment. And that adjustment is removing something out of your nervous system. And that's called a subluxation. Big fancy word. The way I used to teach my patients is don't even think of that word, throw it out the door. Just know that it, 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 you know, if you ever hear me say it, just think of miscommunication. And that miscommunication is just between the brain and the body, how it's getting information, how it's going to send commands to the body, what it needs to respond to what's going on in the environment. So what causes that is usually 80% of the time it's mental, emotional stresses. And so that's what we learn and how emotional stresses can play a role in an individual's health. How can the mental aspect play on the role in an individual's health? 
And through my, through my experience in when I worked, I was coaching my, my clients in this is sometimes perspective can stress you out and create disease, right? There's people who can have um, a, a negative thought process and they can create things. One negative thought can lower your immune system. I and mean, this is research that's been done. So learning the sciences, I'm not, you know, you don't learn this in chiropractic school, but understanding the, the mental emotional component, how it plays a role in individual's health. Well, how else can that mental emotional component play on someone's life, their marriage, their business, their finances. And so looking at that and understanding that principle kind of opened that open. I wouldn't say that was the cause of why I opened the door to mindset. I had some other stuff prior to that, but that was, that helped me make that easy transition over. Nice. And you'd mentioned that like you wanted to have bigger impact. So what got you into chiropractic? Was, it was my own personal, my own personal story where, um, so my long story short, my mom's a fitness instructor. She's been doing that for 37. She's still a instructor at 65 yoga uh-huh. and, and fitness instructor. So growing up, I watched my mom exercise. I watched my mom take supplements. I watched her take, you know, workout and so forth. And when I go sometimes to her classes or, you know, she worked at the local civic center um, and I meet up with her after, after playing basketball and stuff and, and go see the people that worked out in great shape. So my mind was conditioned that health is based on what you eat and exercising, right? Take supplements, what you eat and exercise. That's, that's what I was told night or what I saw too. At 19 years old, um, I started, I mean, I started studying nutrition at 16, but at 19, I was playing rugby for Arizona state and long story short, my health got worse and worse. Now I'm in the best shape of my life. I never been able to run a five minute mile. I was able to sprint fast for 40 yard dashes that I've ever, never been able to in my entire life, lifting weights. I've never been at the level. But yeah, my health kept getting worse and worse. I started having, I had digestive issues. I could, you know, sensitivity, light headaches. I can go down a whole laundry list, but long story short, um, I thought I had a blood disorder. My mom, long story said, you know, after setting an appointment to have to go to the medical doctor, she was like, Hey, you know what? It's been three weeks. Why don't you go see Dr. Frank? And he was a chiropractor. I went to go see when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, he, uh, I went to make the appointment, got in. He all of a sudden told me that he can get rid of all my symptoms in about two months. And then after, when I go back to school, I'm going to need chiropractic care for the rest of my life. And I couldn't play rugby anymore because the way my spy had scoliosis. And so, um, honestly, nothing changed at all. My eating, my nutrition, my supplements, I took nothing changed. I got in the, I got in shredded, which was weird because I was already in good shape, but I wasn't shredded like eight pack, six pack or an eight pack and just Mm -hmm. being really ripped. Um, it happened and all my symptoms were gone in two months and I was in great shape in four months. And I was just going, how the hell did this happen? I go, I didn't change anything. Like it was the most puzzling thing because here's my world thinking nutrition, supplements, and, and exercise is health. And then I had a, a reality check. And then all of a sudden I do this thing called chiropractic. I mean, I'm literally going, how are you going to do this thing to my neck? And it's going to help me with the acne on my back, the digestive issues, my sensitivity, like the headaches I have going on. Then you're going to tell me I'm also going to be able to focus better. And I'm also going to be better in school and all this. I was like, I can't see it, but when it happened to me, that was the most fascinating thing. And that is what pioneered me into becoming a chiropractor because uh, I was like, man, what I went through, there's people way worse than where I'm at. And if I can just make a percentage of helping them, then I'm going to make this a dedication of my life. And that's kind of where I transitioned to become a chiropractor. Well, you had me at, you had me at magical abs. Like, <laughs> I've never had, I've had a six pack on and off before. I've never had an eight pack. It was the craziest thing in the world. And I'm, and I'm just like, I remember one time waking up and I was just looking, I go, 
is that really showing? I'm like, there's one, two, and I'm counting and I'm going, how is this possible? Even my roommates are like, you're getting really shredded. What are you doing? And I'm like, I, I, I have no explanation. I haven't. He's like, you look like you've been really working out more. I'm like, I'm working out less. I don't get this. <laughs> I've always rocked the two liter, you know, it's just a number. <laughs> I don't have that now. I wish I still did, but you know, it's one of those things where um, it, it's just, a, it was a mind bender for me because I, it's right thrown in your face and you cannot, I mean, logically and scientifically, I just could, as I was breaking it down, it just was like, it's chiropractic. It's the only thing that changed. And uh, it's fascinating. And I could back it up now with all my understanding of biochemistry and how the nervous system works and where I was and all that to how it allowed me to do that. But it's just really cool to, um, you know, to be able to see that. And then it was just like, man, who else can I, you know, help with who has chronic illnesses and, and, and so forth and all that. That's cool. So essentially you're saying like your own experience, and changing your life that way was like, Hey, like I want to help other people change their life in the same way. That's pretty much what inspires me in life is because when I, you know, like example, like I'm a business mindset coach and it's one of those mm -hmm. things where, well, why did I, why did you want to become a business mindset coach? Honestly, it was just the bad advice that I keep hearing. And it's not that I'm just saying that <laughs> you're, and I, and I mean that, here's what I mean by bad advice. So I just want to be real crystal clear. Bad advice is, is things that go against the laws of nature, the universe and the body, right? There's a way of a construct of how those things work, but yet we're told, right? And this is most, I mean, here you're talking to a guy who's a type A driver personality who read 80 to 120 books a year. I listened to, I didn't watch TV. I was listening to all the videos I possibly can, podcasts, you name it, just downloading all day long. That's all I did for like five, six years. And I was burned out. I was exhausted every four to six months. I wasn't achieving. I mean, I love what I did, but I was telling my wife at one point, like, I don't know if I want to continue doing this, if this is how it's going to be. I'm like, I'm not, this is not enjoyable for me. Like I have health issues going on. My back keeps going out, which is usually a sign for me that I'm overworking and overexhausting my resources. And I'm like, I just don't get this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to this, all the, the advice that's out there about how you have to grind, you have to hustle, sweat equity, you have to overwork 68 hours a week, you yeah. know, for the first two, three years to order to get to a certain level, all the stuff mm -hmm. that's being told. And I'm like, I'm going to do what I think is best. And, here, and, and what I meant by that is looking at, you know, my background is not just a chiropractor. I also studied energy medicine. I studied 10 to 20, 10 to 12 different modalities. I studied spiritual laws, universal laws. I studied ancient wisdom. I studied hermetic principles. So I was looking at old wisdom stuff that's still true to this day. And I'm like, right. you know what? I go, I, if I'm truly the creator of my life, if that's a truly a fact, and everybody says this, and if you want to get biblical, it says in the Bible that we are made in the likeness and image of God. So I'm like, if that is all true, then I should be able to choose how I want to be successful. I should be able to choose the path I'm going to be. I'm going to choose this, what a successful chiropractor is because I was also conditioned of what a successful mm -hmm. chiropractor is and also what a family wellness chiropractor should be, which means working weekends and working at least 26, 28 hours in your office. And so I was like, I'm not, I'm going to go against the grain and I'm going to choose what I want. And I did that. And within about a year to two years, uh, I hit my financial peak at five, six years in my career. And then I took a 40% hit purposely. And then from there, I reinvented myself. And I went, that's when I went pediatric focus and so forth. And I started to work only 14 and a half hours a week compared to 26. And from that moment, I was, it took about a year, a little over a year to two, about a year and a half roughly um, mm -hmm. to get back to that financial peak. And then continue that monumental you know, growth that we had, um, and I did it all on the terms of my own. And so when I did that, I was like, you know what? Entrepreneurs need to know this now. I need to, I need to carve a way in some way, shape or form to show them that they don't have to do what's called Newtonian physics, um, which is the force mentality of you have to use force hmm. to create a change. Um, we can go into quantum and say, well, guess what? You still have to have action. I'm not saying that you don't need that, but it's so monumentally smaller. 
Because once we get into the being element and really use what our, how our mind works and how we can literally, literally, literally change matter with our mind. And there's research studies that are coming out like crazy showing this in so many different ways. And I could share a ton of them, but it's, it's looking at how, when we can do that, and then we use our mind to be in alignment with our vision and our action and our focus. Now, all of a sudden you have what I call effortless action or effortless success, because it doesn't take much to get there now. And that's how your body works when it's all in alignment. That's how nature works. Nature doesn't overwork. Nature does, it follows the path of least resistance, right? It does, it follows the laws of least effort. What's the least amount of work to get the greatest gain? The universe does the exact same thing. And so studying all this stuff for years, it was funny because I, I, I knew this stuff before, but then I had to go back and revisit all this stuff to right. see how it meant in that process. That's so cool. What was, what, what's your favorite study from the ones that you've seen and read? And... Oh man, there's some, uh, like you're talking about like a, like a research study? Any of them, because you said like you had lots of studies that you'd be you know, you'd easily yeah, yeah, yeah. share. So like one, one or two that just super stand out to you that is just was like an aha moment or is just a, like a fan favorite to return to. The one that baffled me the most in is, the, you know, I talk a lot about power visualization. And when I work with clients, I always talk about vision and I tie in the power visualization. And there was a study that was done. Uh, don't quote me on the actual timeframes of this, but they were looking at the bicep muscle. Okay. So they have one group that will go ahead and they're going to work out the muscle. I think it was once a week or twice a week or something along that, that there was a frequency there. And, um, and then they were, they were measuring the strength and so forth of the muscle and the muscle size and how much did it grow and so forth. And then they had another group which was just going to visualize that for the hour of the work that workout per se. And they're going to visualize, see themselves working out, see themselves actually working the muscle, seeing it getting bigger and, and everything like that. And then there was a third group, which is the control group that does nothing. And so I think it was, uh, this is what I mean by time frame. I don't know if it was four weeks or I think, yeah, it was four weeks. And so after four weeks, they went to go look at the, the studies and they went to look and say, okay, the group that worked out had a growth of the bicep muscle in total strength and muscle size by up to 27%, which is pretty good. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. Now we go to the visualization group. They go, they go through that study and they go and look at that group. And without doing any work except visualization, their muscle grew by, the bicep grew by 23%. There's no physical work, but yet they still were able to grow the muscle. Like that's just, that, that to me was one of the most baffling. I mean, there's other ones out there like neuro, because then obviously just to finish this, the, the group that did nothing obviously had no growth. Um, but the, the, then there's other studies they've done where they looked at like uh, people who uh, practice free throws. Uh, there was a study done, I believe it was in Chicago, but it was one of those things where they, um, they had one group practiced uh, an hour a day shooting free throws. Uh, they had another group that visualized for an hour a day shooting free throws, hearing the sound, firing up the muscles, all that stuff. <laughs> and then they had another group, obviously the control group who didn't do anything. And they, they, and at the end, I think it was, it was an eight week study. They went back and they looked and they had them all test to, to, to practice their free throws. Right. And the team that practiced, the group that practiced and the group that did visualization had the same result. So this, this is what I mean by effortless success or effortless, effortless action. When you can get your mind into a proper alignment and utilize visualization, then all of a sudden it becomes true. Now, I love hearing studies, but I also like to go deeper. Why is that happening? And this is when, when I started learning this stuff about the power of visualization over 12 years ago, it was one of those things where that you have to understand that the way neurology, the way neuroscience works, the way your brain works, it cannot tell the difference between what you put in your mind's eye or what I call imagination and not I call it's what imagination is. Um, I call it mind's eye, but what you put in your mind's eye compared to what you're actually having in physical reality, it can't tell the difference. So here you have a tool 
that if you can use your imagination, this is what billionaires do. If you can use your imagination, you are, and then you, there's some, there's some sequences you have to follow with this, but you can use your imagination to create your own reality. I mean, it's just that powerful. And as long as you feed it and give it and learn the, tr- the power of what visualization does, you can literally create this in your life and you can set it up so that the action steps you do are, are so much more like in alignment that you're like, I can't believe this is, you'll, you'll actually say, I've said this multiple times. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is unreal. And then you're, then I'm like, get that out of my head. Cause that's resistance. And now all of a sudden I'm blocking what I'm getting. That's wild. So I'm assuming that you've read or visited the secret then. Oh yes. So how does you say like the secret is pretty spot on or is there kind of a disconnect from where you approach it? What's, what's your take on the secret? I think the secrets, it was really well done. It was really good for the public, I'll say, um, because they talk about a lot of thoughts and they talk about, you know, the emotions and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say there's, there are some missing elements in the sense that, you know, those are great. You have to have thoughts and emotions, you know, thoughts are electric and your emotions are uh, magnetic. So that's the electromagnetic forces that you're putting upon the world. Um, and that's how you can create magnetism to attract into your life, what you like. Um, there is one element I believe, and, and just, this is my opinion, um, they don't talk, and maybe they did. I, it's been a while since I've seen this. It came out in 2007, I think, or 2006. Um, it was one of the things where focusing on your vibe every single day. What's your energy? What's your vibe? And I think they do discuss that a little bit. Um, I, you know, but way I kind of explain it is looking at, you know, what's your intention every single day? How do you tap into that future self of yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always seeking somebody. We're always trying to seek to become who we want to be in the future. And how do you, you know, tap into that feeling? Because that's the really element of it all and really getting into that. Like thoughts are important, um, but sometimes we get too hung into our mind and too much into our thought process to think like, well, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to have this because I'm just going to go ahead and this is what it's going to be. I'm thinking it and I feel good about it. But there's also the element of focus. Where do you put your attention? Where do you put your focus every single day? And that I think is a more critical part. And that's what sets your vibe to really allow for the law of attraction to work because there is a law before the law of attraction called the law of vibration. And this is why I'm mentioning your vibe or your tone. Um, and that is the first thing that has to happen. You have to set your vibration because the law of attraction is just a like attracts like. So if you set your tone every single day, and this is what I teach a lot of my clients, this is what I work on a lot of time with my clients, is to hone in on your vibration, to be at the highest it possibly can every single day, then you will attract the life that you like. So overall, I think they did a very good job with it to give you the foundations and basics of how to attract and utilize that to certain degrees. That's super cool. So does that then fall into Empowered Living and the business that you are running then with your that mindset? Yeah, I mean, my Empowered Living is, a, is, is eventually gonna evolve into an online conscious school. That's, the, that's the, the vision of it. Right now, I'm just doing a couple, I'm doing online classes. I do one-on-one coaching with it and I have a podcast that I share through that and then my books. Um, but that's the kind of element, that's the vision of what I wanna create is people too who want to level up with their consciousness. That's my main purpose in life. So a lot of the work I do with my clients is all about your what's your main vision and what's the what's the things people wanna say about you when you're, you know, you're dying, your eulogy in a sense. Mm-hmm. But it's also what is the main purpose and vision of why you're here, right? And getting that down to be crystal clear. Because once you have that, then you can align many other things of your life, like your relationships, your business, your money, your, your, your mindset, and your health. And then that all has to align to that. And when you start to do that, all of a sudden you're in alignment. So here comes that whole effortless success kind of a thing. Um, and it makes things a lot easier to manifest and attract in your life. So, um, that's my main vision and that's kind of where we're moving towards. And, and really we, we, I've been working on this for a couple of years now. And now since I've been able to do it full time this year, it's, I'm starting to start stimulating that a lot more. So it can be that, 
online consciousness-like school um, that can help teach individuals how to really rediscover who they really are. Nice. Now, is that kind of similar to NeuroGym with John Asraf, or is that, are you, are you thinking something kind of more different? I know who he is. I never checked out his stuff, so I have no idea. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he does kind of the same, some of the stuff like, um, you know, money mindset and like success through business and stuff, but it's all like mental vibration, meditation, thought process type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very similar. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the avenue where I'm going with this in that essence. I mean, there's other elements um, I'll bring to the table and there's also going to be some health elements. I, you know, my background in health, I'm like trying to still figure mm-hmm. out how do I want to incorporate that to a certain degree to add sure. to the mix um, to help people just level up in, in, in as many ways as they possibly can. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of neural stuff to it. There's a lot of mindset stuff. So I do have money mindset, you know, classes that I teach, uh, that relate to like, you know, limiting beliefs and, you know, how we carry our baggage from what we do in the past and how we still carry that into the future without even be realizing it and how you can, um, and, and things along that nature. Oh, that's very cool. And I just had a question and it just ran off for me. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I simply want to know. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a successful podcast if that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, that's so true. I hear you, brother. Oh, that's, that is super cool. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, it's just in the, in, in, uh, it's just one of those things where I want to, um, you know, I wish I had that for myself, being able to go somewhere and just be like, holy cow, there's so much depth of knowledge. There's so much stuff that I can gain from here. And it's just really reteaching us. You know, they say life doesn't come with a manual. And when I was 12 years old, I used to say all the time, told my mom, I'll be like, hey, mom, I'm going to figure out this thing called life. And she'd just look at me like I'm crazy. I mean, I'm 12. Now, I didn't have the ideology I had now that I did at 12, but because I saw suffering and I saw um, you know, people who had, I didn't have a lot of stuff growing up. I came from a very blue collar family. So, uh, but I had friends and family who would have like, you know, kids and cousins of mine and stuff having all the games and all the toys and all this. I'm like, man, why do they get that? And I can't like, why, why, why did I get to choose this? I didn't even get to choose this life. Well, why, how, you know, I did, but it's one of those things I was really, I was like, I'm going to figure this all out. I want to know why, why is an athlete great for someone who isn't. And, uh, that's where my, that the, the, the beginning of that started. And then now I'm at a point where it's just like, okay, how do I, you know, the world needs more people to awaken. We need more people to, and then we met, what I mean by awaken, it's not the woke culture that we're seeing. It's more of awakening to the true nature of who they are, really remembering who we really are. And I, and in sharing your gifts, that's, that's the main big thing, my big push right now that I'm trying to get out there. Uh, because when we start to do that, if we want to change the world, it's not going to be from the top down. It's not going to be from the leaders. It's not going to be from political people. It's not going to be from X, Y, Z change happens from us. And so the more we can really light up our lives and really share our gifts, we're going to create ripple effects to change the world because that's how vibration works. That's how consciousness works. You know, and I wrote a book about this, a little bit about this. And in, in order to truly change the leaders, we have to change the people. Yep. Because yeah. the vibration of the people is who's choosing the leaders. Even it doesn't matter about voting, non-voting. That doesn't matter. I mean, that does play a role, but it, it's, it's, it's the vibration in the essence of the people that create the leaders. It's the vibrations of humanity that create the experiences. And so when we can understand that truth, then all of a sudden, now we don't, we don't go and try to force change. What we do is we focus on ourselves and change our vibe. And we come from a more quantum aspect to where we become a ripple effect from the, like the law of vibration, the law of attraction, all states. Um, and that's how we can create some radical change. That's very cool. And you'd mentioned books and that, that's what I forgot. I was like, oh, I know I want to talk ask about books. How many books have you made or written? 
I've written three so far. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my last one, my most recent was released in May and it's called Decoding the Matrix. And that's the one I was talking a little bit about consciousness and, you know, basically, uh, you know, what is the matrix? You know, what's our potential as humans and then our spiritual awakening journey. And the whole purpose is to have you understand the conditioning that we have. We're all conditioned in some way, shape or form. Yep. Um, you don't, we don't escape that. We come in here very pure and we get tarnished by adults. And I say that in a very loving way. I know some people get upset when I say that. And I'm like, it's not a bad thing. It's just, no. it's just, that's life. You know, we're going to be tarnished by adults and even children too, but it will be tarnished by adults. Um, Cause those are the ones we seek at, for safety and approval and, and things along that nature. But there's also society cultures and all those things that condition us. And so it's how do we step out and awake from the subconscious mind? Because 95% of our life is dictated by that. How can we alter and change it? How can we shift from that? And, 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 and it's really shifting from the matrix. And so when we're able to do that, then all of a sudden we can start living our truth. We can start living life on our terms. And that was my process. I mean, I've gone through so many spiritual awakenings, but you know, business was a great lesson for me because here I am going to become a chiropractor and I was very destined to be successful because I come from a family, didn't have a lot of financial wealth. So it's like, I wanted to have that. It was very important because finance, people talked about money. When you saw somebody who was rich, the way they treated them was so different. And I was like, okay, I saw the energy. I felt the emotions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to have that. I'm going to do whatever I can to do it. And then you get conditioned of what successful chiropractor is. You get conditioned of what business people tell you how to be successful and all that stuff. And, you know, then it's like you go into their belief, you go into their system. That's why as a coach, I'm very, very against cookie cutter systems because they're, we're unique in every single step of the way. Every human's unique in every, every way. So cookie cutter systems may help, you know, some may help you get to a certain level, maybe successfully, but you're going to miss out on other things because you're not addressing the things that you need the most. And so that's why I love about being very individualistic in what I do and my approaches to really help illuminate the individual to rem- just remember who the greatness of they are. Cause that's all they need to do. All you need to do is remember the greatness of who you are. Once you become aware of that, then you realize that there's infinite potential. Hmm. There's infinite possibilities. And that's when all of a sudden the door swings wide open. And now you get to step back in your power and say, Hmm, what do I want to create today? That's what cool. kind of life do I want to choose? Do you, so obviously like there's, not routines, exercises that you do with your clients to help them through this. Do you mention that in your books, like kind of a process of kind of unlocking your inner potential at all, or is it just kind of more theory craft of the explanation? So with coaching clients, they go through, I have a 12 week course called the Manzo Mindset Method. And basically what it is, is just methodologies that help you. Number one, like I said before, start with vision. So my first, my last book, I talked about the process of the main vision. What is that? What does that mean? I share my vision. And then I go through the, the five, the five M's of life. Um, I call them the five M's because my last name's Manzo, but it's one of those things where it's, it's your mindset, it's your marriage, which is your, all your relationships, not just with a spouse or a partner. Um, it is also movement, which is all your physical health. you got your mission, which is your purpose of why your, your passions, like pa- mission is all about like, what do I want to do to give to the world? Right. And it could be in multiple businesses. It can be things along that nature. And then there's money on the end of that. And so what's that vision and how that aligns. So I share that in my book. Uh, but then in my course, uh, with coaching with me, and this is like a, it's not what I, everyone go, they all learn this because it's foundational work. So like if something comes up, Hey, go check out week, something, something on the course. And, uh, but then I teach about the essence of like meditation and breath work and different tools that reset your nervous system so that your neurology, when you can reset it, it all of a sudden changes how you can shift the brain to different centers. So you can allow to see growth rather than uh, see shrinking or see things as a problem. You can build the resiliency. And so um, I share a lot of tips and things on that nature. Um, my first book and second book 
take pieces of it. All right. So my mm -hmm. first book, I talk about meditation and the power of what that really is. What is really meditation is, is really just focus. It's all you're really doing is just improving the focus of your mind. And when you can do that, when you can focus more and concentrate more, you can actually attract more. Uh, it makes it easier. This is why it's harder and harder for people to create the lives they want because we have such a short attention span. But yeah, that's kind of, so then there's all these other things I teach about, you know, vibe and energy and flow and different range of emotions, how to get, raise up the vibe. So like sometimes when we're stuck in anger, we want to get to happiness. And it's like, that's such on the opposite end of the spectrum. You got to work your way to frustration and all these other emotions to slowly bring yourself up uh, to make it more uh, easable and attainable. That's super cool. Awesome. So I guess, the, I mean, we talked a little bit before we started recording, but I feel like as I get to know you, it gets more and more informal. I'm like, ah, but like, because I was a firefighter for 10 years and like, I'm used to calling people doc or, you know, doc, whoever, or doctor. So like, do you like to be called Dr. Vic or doc or just Vic or Victor? Vic is perfectly fine. I mean, I always tell people if I'm in my office, which I don't have anymore, but if I was Dr. Vic is what it is. But other than that, Vic, Victor is perfectly fine. Okay. Perfect. So I was just like, I'm just going to ask. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. So Vic, so someone's listening like, this is pretty legit. Like, uh, this is something I probably need in my life. Where can they go find you? Yeah, so you can go to my website. That's my hub for everything. So empoweryourreality.com. That is uh, my website. You can, if you're, if you're liking my message, if you resonate, if you're a business owner and this message resonates with you, I do a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call. You just click on the link, set up an appointment and we'll, we'll connect. Um, on that call, uh, I get to know you. I get to know what your challenges are, what your pain is, what you're going through, what you want to achieve, what your dream life is. And I'll leave you with a couple actionable steps, one or two that you can start moving forward or something that you may, that I'll pick up from the conversation to be able to give you some guidance. And then if I can, if I can help you, I'll share with you on what I can do and how I can help you and how my systems and what I do can help. Um, I also have my podcast on there. I have a bunch of free resources on, the, on my website. It's called literally free resources. Um, and then if you want to connect with me on social media, just go on to the bottom left of the website. Um, I'm on Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Instagram. That's where I play. So you can go ahead and connect. I share at least something almost daily uh, of some sort of piece of information of, of that can help you level up in your life in some way, shape, or form. That's awesome. And last question I have for you is, is there anything that you wished I had asked you or that you wanted to revisit? That's a good question. Um, no, I think we addressed a lot of, a lot of little things overall. I think it was really, really good for, for people. I mean, um, to, to, to get at least a good bite of something and be like, okay, cool. I got, cause we went from here to here to here to here. And I think that's, <laughs> and that's great. I mean, it's, I liked it. I hope the listeners are liking it. Um, you know, it's one thing is, uh, one question I, you know, I didn't get asked. I thought I was going to about the matrix. You didn't ask what the matrix was. What is the matrix? <laughs> Normally when I bring up my book, they're always like, well, yeah, what's the matrix? Well, what does the matrix mean? Is it like the movie? What is it like? Uh, I mean, you were talking those... so fast. And in my mind, I saw Morpheus with his glasses and I saw the red and blue pill and, you know, and like, <laughs> little things just scroll past and then we're gone. Like, <laughs> I love it. Yep. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. So for the listeners, if you're, if you're, you know, talking about the matrix, it, it really, it comes down to the matrix is just the human collective consciousness. And what that means is it's every thought, every emotion and what a human focus on. So if we take all the humans in the world, that is the living matrix that we have. And it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. And so what the matrix does, though, is it will, if we don't choose the intention of what we want to experience in our life for the day and continually to do that and set our vibe, the law of vibration and the law of attraction will come in. 
And what the matrix will do is it'll pull you back into what the average is. And so I used to say this before, you know, I used to say this so many times, Ben Franklin used to say, uh, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. And uh, I used to talk about this on the set of setting the intention. And then as I started getting more into this work, I was like, holy cow, that's really true. Like if I don't set my intention for the day and how I want my day to go, um, it can literally, I'll let the world or life do it for me. They'll, they'll it'll, it'll give me whatever it wants rather than me controlling what I want to experience. I love that. I love, man, I, unfortunately we're wrapping up, but I could, I could talk a good 20, 30 minutes with you about intentionality. I think it's, it's so true. I love that. It's everything. like yeah. staring off in the space as I'm like reliving my other memories of like teaching people <laughs> about being intentional and stuff. <laughs> it's so good. No, that's awesome though. Well, awesome. Well, Vic, thank you so much for being on Subject Change. Loved having you and everyone else. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to Subject Change. Please like, subscribe, leave a review of our podcast. And if you have any questions, if there's a business you would like to see featured on our podcast or a niche or something you want to learn about, drop us a message or an email and let us know. Be happy to, to interview someone and answer those questions. Thanks again for listening.